It stands as tall as a male giraffe, this obelisk of stone that we call our cenotaph, a totem pole of tragedy that towers toward the sky. A million mothers mourn what it doth signify. The dreadful reason why their sons and daughters had to die, so that some tired old men could eventually sign their Treaty of Versailles. And now, ten decades on, the martyrs and mothers still but wipe dry their eye, for the war to end all wars was just yet another feeble, flaccid lie. It's carved and covered with laurel leaf and cross, and there it stands as a centrepiece to our town's terrible loss. But since that great war, there has been so many more, too numerous for the mere mortal to keep a mental score. And so it sits as a small stonehenge of remembrance to what we, the human beings, can brutally avenge. Now it be but a stony stage from which the flowered youth can proudly strut and sing their newly acquired sage. They preach and smoke the pipes of peace and demand that all wars must cease. Beaded and bangled, these hippie youths are quickly moved on by uniformed police. Now, but once a year, we come mournful to shed our tear for those that we once held and loved so dear. A pilgrimage of pageantry to our glorious dead, a two-minute silence for those who sleep in poppy fields of red. Ah, and then our stage of stone is left completely alone, yet... For a few lagered louts that build now and then a makeshift home. But these are not the famous few who fought the Battle of Britain or Waterloo. No, these are not the gallant ones that flew in English skies so blue. These are the ones who sniff and snort their toxic glue and fight the battle for who shall win. The last can of special brew.